saying you don't make a bet like that unless you're planning to follow through yeah i mean people say all sorts of things on twitter though or facebook of course social media people have wished me uh death by aids on twitter here's the deal it happens is there a legal responsibility if you make a bet on twitter i guess not there's nothing legal but it's roddy white was saying well gambling's not even legal so whatever i mean to be fair if we do a shame bet like we did a shame bet right over Mm -hmm. the air and then your team won and i came back and said it's not even legal man i'll read a word yeah i know i'll read two words of your prepared statement it's lame it's super lame for those that don't know we are talking about roddy white uh going up he's atlanta falcons Falcons. yeah wide receiver nfc south south dirty south dirty dirty south uh (laughs) what is happening i am a terrible person um yeah, but Roddy White went on Twitter and said, uh, Duke will beat Mercer. Uh, I bet, you know, anything. And a fan wrote to him and said, hey, what will you bet? What will you do for me? I mean, to be oh, fair. Oh, yeah. No, he basically, the fan said. He called him out. You, no, no, Mercer's going to win. Mercer's going to win. The guy said, I bet, uh, Roddy White says, I bet you uh, 50-yard line season tickets to the Atlanta Falcons next year, which is, what, 10 games? Come on. If, yeah. if they, if Mercer wins. Season to preseason yeah if mercer wins and, and roddy white says if mercer wins i'll give you 50 yard line front row season tickets there you go and what ends up happening mercer won mercer beats duke in the game with a lot of seniors on and their then team roddy white on twitter like well uh what had happened what was, happened uh, uh this, ain't, this ain't legal yeah, I, I'm sorry. I can't bet. I'll get in trouble with the NFL. <laughs> Whatever. I think they agreed he's going to give him. He's a Bears fan. He wasn't a Falcons fan, so he's going to give him tickets to one. They better be fifty Falcons yard game. line front row front tickets. Row. I hope so. But the guy, the other guy, was okay with it. So I guess ultimately you're the, getting something for nothing. If you're the happy. two parties are are okay with it, but that is an interesting conversation. What should you be held to? Well, it's terrible. Media. I'm just saying you should be a man of your word. That's all. You Absolutely. go up on Twitter, you're going to talk all kinds of crazy. If you make wild predictions and say you're going to do things, I'm, oh, if the Pistons lose this series, oh, I'm going to walk all the way from Detroit to Cleveland, and I'm going to shake the mayor's hand. Yeah, I've seen and that, if, and then people never do it. And then they never do it. Yeah. Like, what? why Why even make a statement like that? Yeah, then don't make those statements. It's like the folks that say, oh. And then, and then if they would have won, they would be like, yeah, I told you. They're the first people to demand their payment. Pay up, bitch! But at the whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I would just say though that if you're Roddy White, why aren't you like establishing like you win something if Duke wins? This guy seems to want right. to take you up on it. Yeah. Where was the alternate side of that bet? I mean, maybe it was there. I didn't see it. Well, he was so confident that he's just like, no, Duke's going to win. Well, what kind of a bet is that? Okay, here's the deal. If I lose, I'm going to buy this really expensive thing for you. That's hard to uh, hard to achieve. If I win, nothing. And Roddy White's like. And if and if Duke wins, you are my indentured servant. Well, because the reason is the guy would be like, no, I'm not making that bet because Duke's favored by like 20 points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I liked Mercer until you actually made me have to pay something for it. Right. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Even like you're my maid for the weekend, which would yes. be great. Come over and clean my mansion. I would love to be Roddy White's maid for the weekend. Kind of fun. Yeah. No, I don't like cleaning that much. Just for the weekend. Can I just hang out with him? 
Yeah. Can I just hang around his house oh. and just drink? Oh, I broke Am your Am I allowed esp- to do that? I accidentally broke your SP. Oh, my gosh. That's like, that's treasonous. I don't know if he has an SP, but probably not. Probably not. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey. Hobobo, what's going on? Hey. No, Hobobo is not in the studio, right? No, I, he's not. That's what a was poor that? impression of Hobobo. Yeah. I was going for it. Yeah. Did I get it? No. Oh. In any case, welcome back to the next installment of your favorite show, Raisin Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we're going to be talking a lot of cool sports actions going on right now. And we got some uh, NCAA tournament stuffs mm-hmm. going on. And we're going to be doing our interview special about the new NFL rules changes. We actually have, we're going to get him in. We're going to have an NFL rules guru, Bob Smith Third. Whoa, we got him? We got him. Nice. Nailed it. Thanks, David Noel, booking it for us as always. Loving you in the booth over there. Um, so we also going to do a little TV shows. I'm caught up on The Amazing Race. Ooh, the Americans? You caught up on The Americans? Uh, now an episode behind since it just aired a day uh, ago. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm behind, too, then. Then we, so can, we talk can talk about, about it. it. Yay! Yay! So we'll be right back to talk about all that goodness after three seconds of Tennessee Ernie Ford. You load 16 tons. What do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. NCAA March Madness, the Sweet 16. Hey, is that why we have 16 songs with 16 in the title? No. During our breaks? Not at all. Completely. No, it's it's actually very coincidental. Really? Yeah. We just sort of came up oh, with because that. Because you love then... four squared, which is 16. It's, it is my favorite uh, mathematical process, yes. Because April 4th is coming up, four squared. And it's like a, that a Star Wars thing. April the 4th with you. Yeah. Isn't that a, that's, that's a thing, a thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway... So how's your bracket doing, Brent? Um, I'm in last place in our bracket. Right? Oh no! What? I have an unbroken Final Four, so I still have hope. Well, we got that yeah. going for you. Yeah. I mean, if Arizona wins, I win. So of everybody competing in the Raisin Brent ba- bracket right now, literally every single person who's playing is beating you yeah. as of this moment. Yes, every single person. Uh, Here's the deal, Ray. Have you ever heard the story of the tortoise and the hare? Here's what happens. Why don't you let me know? The hare jumps out way far ahead, mm-hmm. and then because it's a hare, he just keeps running and destroys the tortoise. Yes, and then the tortoise... So that makes me think I'm probably going to lose. Never finishes but the race. somewhere in my... <laughs> is that where the story's going? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gracious me. Well, uh, thankfully, one of us is picking up the slack to try to win this thing, in that I am, I believe, third place right now. Mm-hmm. Third or fourth place. I haven't checked recently uh, since we're recording this. You've got uh, some work anyway. to do, though, because there's a lot of Michigan... There's picks. some Michigan slappies in there, yeah. and um, you know we're starting to get a little bit nervous that my wife Melissa might actually Ooh. be onto something. Aaron Ray's dirty laundry. Oh boy, that'll be a great show. Kick him when he's up, kick him when he's down, kick him when he's up, kick him all around. Well, that's probably how that show will go down. Yes, that's right. That's the reason why we don't have Detroit fans in It'll here be to amazing. gang up on you, but somehow when it's possible to gang up on me, we're all for it. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, that's that's good news right Woo. there. Huzzah! Yeah, Melissa is actually winning our bracket right now with another unbroken Final Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, she got Wisconsin, UCLA, Michigan State, Michigan. Which on paper, before the tournament started, I said that's terrible. You don't want to do that, Wisconsin. Ugh, they're not playing very well right now. Oh. Tell you what, man, that's one of the games. Yeah. I, I feel like I've been really unlucky, and you know the games are what they are. But like every every really close game, <laughs> I fell on the wrong side of. Well, oh, let's well. well let's talk about the first round right now. There were some good upsets that we did pick on the show. Uh, Harvard is the big one for me, at least. Harvard defeating Cincinnati. I thought the big one was Mercer beating Duke. Well, we didn't pick that. Oh yeah, I'm just talking about things we actually oh, called here on the show. Things we called on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, you called that. I feel pretty good because I I 
I called an early exit for both Syracuse and Kansas. And unfortunately, Kansas in my final four. Yeah. That's where I'm feeling a bit nervous right now is that uh, Kansas dropped like a fly. Now I'm kind of wishing I'd gone a little more chalky. Yeah. For me, I have Virginia, Arizona, and Michigan still alive. So as long as my final two, Virginia, Michigan, are still around, I'm still doing okay. Yeah, and I've got the final four of Florida, Arizona, Louisville, and Virginia. So they're all four still alive, too. So you're saying there's a chance. Got a chance for both of us. Yeah. I'm loving it. In fact, I mean, I, look, we're not the guy that lost both of his finals teams already. Ye, Isaiah, man. No, not. Yeah, it was Isaiah. No, he lost one of them. He lost Duke, and then another guy had Duke Kansas. And Kansas. I thought that was Isaiah. Yeah, he had oh, Kansas and Duke, up. I think, in the finals. Yeah. Ye. Two people with their finals teams gone. So, But isn't that the fun of March Madness? Isn't that why we watch the games? To watch a team like Mercer just step forward and then with all their seniors and talent and just rocking it out and just defeating a team of individuals led by future NBA stud Jabari, Jabari Parker in Duke. Isn't that why we watched to watch Syracuse yeah. bomb out with a team that was probably overrated all year and it just took them finally playing somebody decent to find out? Speaking of overrated, you want to talk about me being wrong about something? Wichita State. Holy crap, Kentucky preseason number one team. So maybe that's a tough eight seed to be going up against. But yeah. Wichita State getting their butts handed to them. They didn't get their butts handed to they them. Got they got their butts they handed to shot them. At a three, they shot a three to win the game at the end of the game. Excuse me, Wichita State. I think you dropped this. It's your butt. Let me hand it to you. Okay, right. No? A two-point loss? That's not getting your butt handed to you. They did Wow, lose. where's my butt? Can someone hand it to me? Here's the deal. I'm a little worried now that Kentucky's going to take out my Louisville pick in the next mm. round. Because Kentucky, I mean, it's like one of those five freshmen starting, I believe. Right. And they're coming around at the right time. Would you call them the new Fab Five? I would just call them the only Fab Five. Oh. Because ones? I feel like if these guys got to the finals, they're not going to call it a timeout when they don't have one Yee. with two seconds left. It still hurts, Brent. Why you got to do that to Sorry. Me? That's like my most painful moment in all of sports. Hey, but what about the new Chris Weber commercial that's on right there? That's pretty awesome. The Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. Yeah. No, it's a no. Bur- Burger King. Burger King commercial. Hey, can I have a Big King? Yeah. Hey, Chris- get down in front, Chris, air quotes, Chris Weber. Huh? Hey. Chris Weber. <laughs> can I get a Big King? <laughs> yeah, I think he says a lot dopier than that, though. I got to say, Chris Weber looks Looks, looks, he looks exactly he looks good, the same. Man, yeah. He looks exactly the yeah. same as he looked when he was in the NBA. I mean, he d- clearly doesn't still work out, though. <laughs> you know what, though? Sorry, Chris. I'm not a Michigan I'm a fan. fan. As you know, I loved Chris Weber in the NBA. Yes. I, I thought he was great. He NBA only player. played on bad teams, though. That was his problem. No, he played for the, the Kings. The Kings sh- with Vlade Divac. They should have won that. They, they got screwed over by uh, that, that cheating ref. By Joey Crawford. By Joey Crawford. Yeah. They should have won a title that year. They should have, except, what, 26 fouls in the he fourth screwed quarter? Vlade Divac, he screwed Vlade Divac out of a lucrative shaving Gillette deal. You know, <laughs> he could have had those those shaving commercials for years. I mean, this is outrageous. Now they got to give them to Adrian Brody. Right. What is this crap about? <laughs> no, but keeping it on point about the NCAA tournament, how uh, well, let's talk first, though. The Duke loss meant big things for which team? Which team was put in the driver's seat at their own side of the bracket as a result of Wichita State and Duke losing? Michigan. Michigan. We're talking a likely rematch against Louisville for the right to go back to the final four. Except this time, Michigan is stronger. Who do you want to play? You want to play Louisville or you want to play Kentucky? If you win. Yeah. If Michigan beats Tennessee, which Tennessee, you know what? Don't sleep on Tennessee. Tennessee's They're destroying good, but... people right now. Now, without... 
without Pat Summit and or Bruce Pearl there, I'm not fearing Tennessee. I'm sorry. Look, they beat UMass and Mercer. Boy, those are those and they are won and they won a play in game against Iowa. Against who, Iowa. Woo. Man, they, so they've already uh, beaten the Big Ten game, once this game, tournament. And that's a game that I called that you you and I both called and you called it incorrectly. I told you Iowa, they're done. They're done. Well, they are done. Yeah. I said they would not win the play in game, and you said they would. That's fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I mean, I'm just saying Tennessee maybe not battle tested the way that uh, Michigan also has not been battle tested. Sure. Oh, we played Texas. They're an okay team. They played some strong defense I think in the you're second more, half of that game. I think you're more battle tested in this tournament than Tennessee is probably. Yeah. Assuredly, uh, although they've played one more game than we have. So mm-hmm. who knows? I'm just saying I expect to beat Tennessee, and I'm just hoping Kentucky and Louisville beat the living duty out of each other. I'm hoping for one of those slugfests that goes to like triple overtime, deep emotional game to the point where whichever team wins is just spent. Because uh, full strength, either of those two teams is a strong, strong challenge for your heroes in Maize and Blue. So anyway, I still look forward to Michigan being in the Final Four again, just like I predicted. Yeah. I have them going to the Final Eight, so I'm okay if they win one more game, Ray. One more game. One more game. Although Wichita State, I really thought they were going to show up better against Kentucky. And they only lost by two points. I just wish they hadn't gotten their butts handed to them. (laughs) How about your Nebraska Cornhuskers, Brent? Boy, that was awful. Let's talk about that that game for a sec. 16 points in the first half, and then Tim Miles gets tossed for not really his fault. Ejected. Ejected. Coach of the new. You know, it's crazy. Tim Miles comes into the tournament with one technical foul the whole season. Wow. And gets teed up twice. Well, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. (laughs) It's a lot of pressure barely making the NCAA tournament and trying to prove to the people that you definitely don't belong there. What do you think about this, Ray? I I think even though Nebraska didn't play great, they they had a little spurt where they they got within like eight, but they never seriously challenged Baylor at all. Um, I still think it's a better it's better experience for them to have lost that game than to play kind of mediocre teams in the the NIT and roll through there. Um, I think. I disagree with that to a point. Mm-hmm. I think if they were to roll through and win the NIT as yeah. opposed to just going and getting their butts handed to them, I just want to say that all day now. Instead of that happening against Baylor, being at the tournament, definitely a good experience for a team. But for a young kind of up-and-coming team like Nebraska, mm-hmm. I think the experience and having success doing it in a tournament format probably gives them a little bit more going forward than just making the dance and getting rubbed out because i mean what are you going to say like albany made the dance and got rubbed out do you really think that's great for that program Mm -hmm. i mean i guess if you're small enough making the tournament is in fact good enough but just showing up and getting lambasted by somebody i can't believe is good for you right well they lost by 14 um and they were within eight in the last two Yeah, but they lost game. by 14, and this game was not as close as the sure. score indicated. But I, I mean, would say on. this, too. Nebraska in the 90s won the NIT and still didn't do anything the next year. And Michigan uh, won the NIT not too very long ago either, and that was right at the start of their coming back. You know who did win the NIT last year? Baylor. Oh, did they? Yeah, and, and Baylor made a nice run into oh. the Sweet 16, and then played well, a as terrible today, game tonight. They got nuked by Wisconsin. Yeah, they did. Holy crap. Boy, that was a team that I, that I kind of had going out early that looks strong now. I had Oregon taking them out in the in the second round. Yeah, a Wisconsin is round. definitely good. Like that's a team that the that the, the pros, the people on the TV sets, the screens, if you will, have been very high on all year. And actually, people suggested they were a better team, the best team in the Big Ten this year, despite not winning the Big Ten regular season or tournament. People had them as the best team in the Big Ten this year, and I was always like, why? And now I'm kind of seeing what they were talking about. They play an electric defense. This is scary. Like you can't get anything over on them. How did you beat them? How did uh, Nebraska beat Wisconsin? It doesn't seem possible. 
You know what Nebraska did? They just they just took it to the hole and 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 made Wisconsin foul or give them layups. That was really their strategy. They took it to the middle of their defense. And is that where they're weak? Um, is that weak sauce? It can be. I mean, okay. I think they can definitely be exploited there. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So, based on your picks right now, are you still happy with your bracket? I'm still happy with my bracket. Like I said, you are in last place right now. I have to point that out again. Final four you... is intact, Ray. Okay. And mine Here's is not. Here's the deal. If, mm. the, if my team, Arizona, Arizona, wins the tournament, yes. I win. You're in good shape. That's all you can ask for. Are you sure you're not down so far that it doesn't really matter? I'm down by 140 points, Ray. That's a lot. Last time I saw, the finals were 320 points. That's a lot of points. 320 points, Ray. Yeah, that's a lot of points. 320 points. That's like half your score. I have the second, like as far as the ability to get points that are left, Yes, I have the, I have the ability to get the second most points left. Rock on. Well, we still offer it out there. I mean, obviously it's too late for you guys to join the Raisin Brent podcast bracket. There are 15 of us in here, rocking strong. And whoever wins will get a chance to guest on the show. We will give them that opportunity. I we still hope it's going to be one of us. Still right? expect I want it us to be to one win. of us. Yeah, um, definitely assumed that one of us. You know, the people who know the most about sports. Sorry, I'm being confrontational again, Brent. To our listeners, jeez, jerks. Try a little tenderness, Ray. How about a little tenderness? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just not good at that. I'm sorry. Well, we all have our. Strengths and weaknesses, Ray. You know what? I'm okay with that. Yeah, me too. This is weird. This is weird. This got a little weird, didn't oh, it? Oh, Ray. Let's talk about our feelings. Sometimes when we touch. No, I like the Manny Pacquiao version better. Sometimes, Sometimes when we touch. The honest little match. And I have to look in my eyes and cry. I'm leaving it all. I want to hold you till I die. <laughs> till we both fall down and cry. Cry. La, 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 la. I'm going to beat you, applaud my weather. So we'll be right back after three <laughs> seconds of Connie Stevens. Did I tell you that I got I got rid of all those annoying Bieber followers that that were following me on Twitter? Um, you did not. Yeah, I went. You know, I went through that phase where I was like, "Oh, this will be fun to to get all these extra followers, just people that follow you back." Well, there was a moment when me and you had literally the exact same number of followers on Twitter, and then all of a sudden you turned it into a competition, mm-hmm. and then you went absolutely bug nutty mm-hmm. with these like follow back, follow back, retweet, yeah. follow yeah. back. And you do it at like two and three in the morning where nobody but me would see it. Mm-hmm. And you ended up with all these Bieber yeah. and One Direction fans. I ended up with like 300 more followers or something. I mean, not even that many more. And they're so annoying, too. They, they're always, like you said, they're always clogging up your freaking Twitter feed. They'll just repost it like, uh, they'll, they'll tweet at One Direction, you know. Yeah. Harry, I'm thinking about you. If you could just retweet this, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Attempt number one. Harry, I'm thinking about you. If you could just retweet this, that'd be great. <laughs> attempt number two. And yeah. I actually saw one, and it was like, attempt number 364. And I'm just like, what? He's not going to do it. What are you doing? Now you're wasting my time with literally um, 364 individual tweets to Harry that say the same thing. Ray, did you see tweet number 370? Oh, did you retweet that? No. 
Oh, my bad then. <laughs> it's just embarrassing. Like yeah. I appreciate that these are like twelve year old girls on Twitter who shouldn't even be on Twitter to be to be getting. So I'm with. back to my natural state of like eight hundred eighty followers, you know. That was it was interesting for a while, but it was annoying mostly. I would think it would be really annoying. Like we did that a little bit with the uh, Raisin Brent Twitter feed. Yeah. Is this too meta? No. <laughs> we actually did that and all of a sudden if if you were to be on our kind of experimenting, yeah. Raisin Brent uh, Twitter feed, it's just smiley face giving a thumbs up, retweet <laughs> if you want fifteen thousand followers. And it's like fifty times. Here's in a the row. deal. Did we ever get fifteen thousand followers? No. We did not. No. And we retweeted that too. Yeah. We then we did go back and delete it though. But I I do find it like kind of funny <laughs> but, to to try things like those sometimes just as a kind of a social experiment, you know, to see what actually happens. Well, isn't it just you know it's it's clever, it's creative, it's it's what we're going for, you know. I mean, we we're trying new ideas and ways to get the show out there in front of people. Mm-hmm. And for those of you listening, by the way, thank you. We appreciate. Thanks, it so all you much. believers. All you. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah. But I, it's just crazy to me, like, what Twitter even means, though, you know? I mean, yeah. like, it's the way you can reach out to people. Like, I stopped – there's a bunch of people I stopped following because I just couldn't take them anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, Chad Ochocinco. Yeah. At Ochocinco, all he was really doing was just every one of his tweets, he'd tweet, like – he has nothing to do all day. So he would tweet, like, 900 times a day, but it would always just be, like, like at Bootylicious. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> be like that means nothing private message ocho or just most of the time it'd be him just being like yeah well i'm rich and on tv and you're not so i guess i'm doing better than you at butthurt 316 i don't like what are you doing like why are you picking fights with people or like threatening to punch people and whatnot like does that make good twitter no no dude you know what i just saw on facebook Uh oh okay yeah massive 15 inch rat terrorizes family of four after gnawing its way into their kitchen through concrete. What? Okay. Exterminators get the rat with a trap, and then it then it runs off with the trap clapped around its neck. This is a monster. This is literally like the Godzilla of rats, Ray. This is the juggernaut. <laughs> Nothing could stop this rat. It's the rat or not. I got to tell you, that's one of my things that I do not like. I do not deal well with rats, okay? The other day I went out, my dog food... I saw a hole in the bottom of the dog food bag, and I was like, okay, where did this hole come from? Oh, no. Yeah. And? Well, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm, that was an old bag, and now I have a new bag. So if this new bag also gets a hole in the bottom, then I know there's a mouse or something in there. I'm going to have to just release the hounds. You're going to have to eat the food quickly yourself. I'm going to have to release the hounds and the cats in there and take care of business. Yeah, just shut the door with three dogs and three cats. That's right. Two cats. Yeah. In your in your Here's the deal. tiny room. I'm sure what they'll do is come up with some kind of teamwork solution. That's what will happen. The problem is the rat will probably be like smarter than them and then exude dominance over them, and suddenly now you'll have five more minions working against you. I like to think maybe the rat is gonna set the little, you know, marble traps or you know, things with like an iron will fall on them like home alone style. You I know? like that. Maybe a paint can drops on Dufresne's head. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, Poor Andy dog. Dufresne. He's done too much. <laughs> But what if that happens? Yes, I have a dog named Andy Dufresne. What of it? Yeah, I mean, it happens, people. What, are you going to start judging? But anyway, getting back to Twitter, though, uh, you should follow us at Almighty Ray or... Scoops Pope. Or follow the show at Ray Brent Podcast. That's just a little blurb I'm just going to throw in there. You know why? Because we don't have an advertiser. So I can do that. That's right. Anyway, you want to talk about some TV? Yeah. Well, let's do it. We're watching The Amazing Race right now. That's really the Amazing Race All-Stars. Oh, excuse me. You're right. The Amazing Race All-Stars. Bet you can't race just one. Nope. 
And uh, we're all caught up on the show right now. And unfortunately, your favorite team. Oh, you mean my least favorite team. I'm so happy. Well, you're always talking about them all the yeah. time. I sort of just figure that uh, you, you love them so much. So that's the mom and the deaf kid. One of my favorite things did happen in the episode, though, and I think you can relate to it. And that's when a team gets so far behind. And for their own sake, it was due to travel. You know where I'm going with this, right? Yes. So what always happens when you know you're by far the last team to arrive? Yeah. What's the shot look like? It's your darkness. It's just pure darkness. <laughs> no lights are on. It's just poor Phil and that contractually obligated host guy who says welcome to Singapore in the native language yeah. who doesn't want to be there anymore because it's six hours past his yeah. get cut time. What's funny um, is, uh, you know, it's... It, they always make it seem like there's some chance they're going to catch up too, and then uh, the second the last team comes in, it's completely bright out, and we're like, "Oh, they must be right behind him." And all of a sudden, they cut to it's midnight. <laughs> I knew something was wrong with the the team of the kid and the mom because they didn't even show them doing the challenges. Yeah, they just cut to challenge over, and then, and then they cut to um, before right before the next the last team showed up, being like, "Boy, I hope they're not right behind us," and they're just like, "Oh my gosh, maybe." Maybe they are right behind him. I, I don't know what's happening right here. This is this is crazy, outrageous talk. And the next thing you know, it's it's like literally twelve hours later. It's the it's two thirty a.m. Yeah, the last team checked in at noon. It was almost light out because the sun was coming up. It was back up again. <laughs> Starbucks was, was open. Like, there were people arriving from the next Amazing Race, the next season of the Amazing Race. <laughs> when you get lapped in the Amazing Race, it's never a good. You get lapped thing. by a whole season. That's not a good sign right there. We're going to finish. No, let us finish. Hold on. Let them play. Let, let them, them play. And then send them home. My favorite, though, was a season or two ago when they had the two NFL players that came on, and they botched their flights so incredibly badly and then like had to go back to their initial destination. And they were just so far behind that Phil just showed up at the airport where the, where the mission was supposed to start. And they get off their plane, and Phil's like, hey, guys, I'm just going to go ahead and stop you right here. Yeah. Everything we planned for you was shut down. Well, this is it for you. There was a, I don't know if you watched any of the early seasons of The Amazing Race. I got into it not not too long ago. Okay, there was a either season one or season two. There was a time when they were you know they were out on like the tundra or something. Oh my gosh! And these people come out of their their tent in the morning, and there's a note outside of the tent that's like says basically report directly to the pit stop. They were like a whole like they never even got to start the leg and they had already lost. What you they, know? They just slept in or no? I mean. That's just, they were just so far behind that, you know. How do they get so far behind? There's I don't know. always I, like I, breaks in the action where they have yeah, to get stopped. Yeah, but it was stuff. a little different back in the day. You oh, know, okay. they, I think they've got it a little more uh, uh, contrived now so that people don't get that far behind. Yeah. Well, now here's the deal. Your favorite team just got knocked off the show. No, they did not. Oh, my bad. Uh, you're, you're one of your most hated teams got knocked off the show. Yes. I didn't much care for these guys either. In that, in that uh, pour the drink challenge, I didn't challenge, hate them. I, I just didn't like I when just, he threw the glasses. No, that was rude. Yeah, I just thought that I think that Nick seems like a, a spoiled kid. I no, don't have a problem with the mom. I mean, he's got a lot going against him. I mean, he does, but he seems very spoiled also. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously got. Something I mean, you're, so you're saying, Ray? Uh, yeah. So this guy's got a lot going against him. So that means that he should be okay to be spoiled. Yes. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, so, uh, we all got things going against us, Ray. Fair enough. Uh, don't got to tell me. But um, so who is your least favorite team now? What team would you love to see get eliminated next on the Amazing Race? Mm. I'm with Brenchel. I can't. I just cannot stand them. They're so obnoxious. They're just. Uh, I 
come on Team Brantle right now. No, I'm kidding. No, um, God, stop. I'll punch. Um, who's left? I, I don't really care for the team with the surfer guy. I don't okay. know what their names are. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the guy and the girl team? Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. I'm a big fan of Flight Time and Big Easy still. Yeah. The Cowboys, Cowboys are okay. Are great. The country singer's kind of annoying, but, you know, they're kind of good looking, so I'll go with it. They play kind of, but I do respect how they play kind of a social game. You yes. know what I mean? They play dumb, yeah. dumber at least than they are. Yeah. They might be dumb, but they're not as dumb as they're acting. I think they're that actually That makes are... any sense at all. Yeah. They have street smarts. For sure. Yeah. But still, when it all comes down to, I'm on, you know, what my favorite team is going right now. Mm, the Afghanimals. Afghanimals. I loved it when they were in that sewing contest, and every single time he's just like making jokes. He's like, seriously, thousand rupees. Yeah. Anybody sell this for me? Yeah. Hey, and you got, you know, I just had this vision, and maybe this is just stupid, sappy me, but I'm like, these people that work in this factory, it's kind of a really crappy job. Like, it's kind of a sweatshop that they're working in over there in India. And to just have somebody come in cracking jokes and kind of making like one day at work kind of fun. I was just actually like really happy for the people that were there that they actually just got to be a part of the. They got a Harlem Globetrotter showing up doing spin the ball tricks. You got yeah. Leo and Jamal making jokes and jumping around and shouting. And I'm like, that's just really cool. I mean, that's a cool thing yeah. about the Amazing Race. Yeah. Um. So who do you who do you think? You know, I know we talked about this last week. I still think the Cowboys are kind of the favorite. Cowboys have to be the favorite. They're very very good. Although Thousand Oaks, man, they're now in Salt Lake Is that City. The dad and the son. Yeah, I don't yeah. really much care for them, but they're not they're, my favorite team. They're but for they're, real. They're strong until Dad breaks his leg again. Yeah, and then you have to put him out back like Old Yeller. Flight time and Big E. <laughs> I mean, what's why do they not seem like they're ever actually going to win? Flight time and Big E. Because they're never going to win. Why? Because they're going to run across that one challenge. They're just too big to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. Not everything can be eating eating something. Right. You know what I did find interesting about this episode is that it was clearly set up so that the Twinnies could be there. Yes. And they were already eliminated. And they were eliminated day one. I thought that as well. I said, oh, my gosh, the one thing they can do, they can come over to, like, Singapore and actually, like, speak the native language. Mm-hmm. They know where everything is. We're in an early enough leg. We're, like, what, leg four? Yeah. There should obviously still be eliminated day one. Did you like the Twinnies? I like them better the last season I saw them. They were really annoying this season. Yeah, I, I, I don't like how they argue with each other. They didn't used to argue, though. They were really, really good until the very end of the previous season, and mm-hmm. then they just came out the gate just angry at each other. Yeah. Like, what is up, Twinnies? I felt like that they were like that their other season, too, that they just argued with each other. They just Something would start going wrong during one of the roadblocks, and they just blame each other. It, but it felt like they gave up too early this time when at least they never gave up in previous the previous yeah, show that's true. like at least yeah they were on each other a little bit but at the same time they were a team and they were going to get through it they were just going to complain to each other the whole time while they were doing it right which at least i have some respect for people that don't give up yeah well that's our amazing race all stars wrap up do you think we could call it the amazing race and brent report We'll be right back to do the show after three seconds of The Crests. And we are back, and we're going to talk a little bit of NFL Mm. right now because it is the uh, non-playing season, as the NFL Network would like to remind us. A lot of rule changes came down this week, right? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I mean, you got stuff involving the instant replay. Uh, you got stuff involving the uh, extra point attempts. But I think the most interesting and the one I think the most people are talking about right now is definitely no more 
You know what I'm going to say? Goalpost, dunks, celebration, touchdown. Yes, that's exactly yeah. what I was going to say. No more Tony Gonzalez. No more. Dunking the football. Yeah, no more dunking it over the goalpost after you score a touchdown. No more touching the goalpost, especially. Because Jimmy Graham was doing it, and you had an interesting theory on why you think they're doing it right now. Well, I, you know, that's been Tony Gonzalez's thing his whole career. And, yeah. and it stems from the fact that he was, in fact, a college basketball player. Right. And then, at Cal Berkeley. And then other basketball playing uh, tight ends, such as Antonio Gates... Uh, Jimmy Graham coming along, and they pretty much have stolen the move. I don't know, stolen, but maybe a lot honor. of people do it. A lot of not even people that are that are. Well, they try to. Didn't Vernon Davis get like stuffed by the actual goalpost? There's when a he good went like 15 it? guys that I've seen dunk it now. There's sure. even a lineman that scored one time that dunked it over the goalpost. It's kind of played at this point, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I th- but I feel like they they didn't want to outlaw it until after Tony Gonzalez retired. Okay. Because the, you know they're like, oh, he's going to be a Hall of Fame, fame tight end. Let's let him have this until the end of the. Until the end of his career. Uh, career. Now, you had a, a different opinion, though. No, my thought is that the, one of the reasons why it happened this year as opposed to other years, and I think there maybe is some validity to what you're saying there, uh, believe it or not, but I would say the fact that Jimmy... Not. I know. <laughs> I say Jimmy Graham, actually, when he dunked a football earlier this year, actually like almost brought down the entire goalpost. They had to bring out a dude with a ladder and a level, and the whole thing got all jacked up for the entire rest of the game, and I'm just worried, like, you get these big, strong dudes, what if he was to pull it down and, like, pull down the entire uprights onto, like, a section of stadium or, you know, bench people or cameramen or what mm-hmm. have you? Like, the NFL don't want to pay that lawsuit. <laughs> Throw it down, big man. So if you could just that prevent was my, the- That was my Luke Walton. My, uh, what's it? Bill Walton. Not play Luke by play. Walton? No, not Luke Walton. My Bill Walton play-by-play impression. Throw it down, big man. My favorite is uh, NFL games just for when people dunk it over the goalpost. Marv Albert, who just gets up there, goes with authority. Yes, <laughs> that's what I would. That's what I would pay money to see. But yes. I, I really believe that all of a sudden it be, it became real when he almost brought it down. Mm-hmm. I think that just does make a heck of a lot of sense, and it's a safety concern, right? I guess, but you have the same safety concern in in the NBA when people sometimes break the backboard, but they didn't outlaw dunking. Yeah, but that's part of the game, though. True, but you don't have to dunk it. You can throw it in without forcefully throwing it down. Yeah, that's such an important... Like, It's not really an important part of the NFL, but it's a huge important part of the NBA, though, isn't it? I don't know. I think slamming Maybe I'm is wrong. Like, the authority know. thing, and it's part of like kind of the celebration. It's what they put on all the posters. But, yeah. didn't, but didn't the NFL and a whole bunch of their advertising but put like, the people dunking the football on like, their ads? A, if I take a poster of me, a still shot of me dunking it, and a still shot of me just touching the rim and throwing it, it's going to look exactly the same, right? <laughs> no, it will not. Yes, it will. One is infinitely cooler than no, the other. No, it'll look exactly the same. All right, anybody who out there can Photoshop Brent <laughs> almost dunking a basketball, and we can show him how not cool here's it is. What it looks like. Here's what it looks like, Ray. I'm going to imagine. Here's me dunking it. Uh that's me. On the rim. Oh, and it's going in. That's me. You can see the ball going in the rim through my hand. Yeah, that's, right? that's pretty sexy. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Here's what it looks like when I'm just throwing it in and not dunking it. Okay. I haven't moved my hand at all. I'm just dropping the ball instead. It still looks exactly the same in the fr- in the frozen picture. It's really lame looking. Yeah. Even, it's even exactly you freeze frame right here for all the folks on YouTube watching us right now. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's there's exactly no, the we same. We don't have a YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but we do have, here's the deal. David Knoll being the uh, producer he is, he booked us a special guest today. Really? In studio. We talked about it earlier. I know. Really? I, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying an important guest. I was like, really important. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were surprised because I, no. yeah, we have already talked about this today. Like literally not that long ago. Nope. So our special guest, if you can come on in the studio here. 
Uh, it's Robert Smith the third. He is in. He works for the NFL in their league offices, and he's about the new. He's a rules guru, and he's helping with that. So, oh, there he's sitting down right now. Welcome to the studio, Mr. Smith. Hey, how you doing? Do we call you Mr. Smith the third? Yeah. What, what what do we call you here? Um, you just call me Robert Smith the third. Okay, so the whole thing, Robert Robert Smith the third. Robert Smith the third. Can we just call you like Rob or Robbie or Bob? Or Bobby, or Rob, or Bobby, or Trey. Trey? Because that's, because I'm the third, Trey. Oh. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about some rules right now, because there's a whole lot of list of things. Now, we weren't able to actually go over the entire list that Roger Goodell put out earlier today of new rules for the NFL. Now, these are all, just for the people at home right now, these are all safety-based, correct? That's correct. Safety is our number one objective now i understand with the concussion lawsuit that happened there could be some dangers happening but football is a pretty violent sport right it is many things can happen and we'd like to minimize the damage to people's ability to to work okay and have families and continue to have normal lives and that includes the health of our fans okay fair enough fair enough so you've you've brought a list of the new safety guidelines and rules with mm-hmm. you uh, so what what don't I know about? What wasn't in the report? Yes. What can you kind of drop a knowledge bomb what on is me? The, what do you think is going to be the, the number one most controversial new rule? There we go. Yeah, great question. Uh, well, I can't predict the future, but I will say that the one we're getting uh, rid of that I believe has the most health risk uh, that's being lessened is... We're getting rid of you're no longer allowed to dump Gatorade on the coach. You're not allowed to after d- what after a game. You're not allowed, hold on a sec. So it's a pretty big deal in football. Like this is the thing the cameramen are all waiting for. And it, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, occasional like, is that dangerous? I guess I don't well, really don't even know how to respond to that. Ray, it's all good fun until somebody catches their death of cold. Catch up the cold. They're playing in sub-zero Arctic temperatures in half <laughs> the stadiums of the NFL. Yeah, they go into the locker room right after. The Gatorade bath. Yeah, the Gatorade bath happens, and then they literally walk off the field, and then they go and take a hot shower. And then they have the sniffles, and then they catch the death of cold. So really, you're, you're banning Gatorade baths in case of pneumonia? Pneumonia, or just generally catching your death of cold. You never you never heard that from your mom? No, when I... When you were raised in a barn? No, and I did hear both of those things from my mom before. I was raised next to a barn. There it is. The, on a farm. He's from Nebraska. So, it happens. <laughs> barn. That can't be the only thing, because some games are played indoors. Like, there has mm-hmm. to be something... Like, that's a ridiculous reason to make that a safety concern. <laughs> Dumping Gatorade on the coach? Well... Bray and Brent, that's interesting that you ask me that because the you know the cold's not the only danger in the Gatorade. A lot of people are putting their filthy germ laden lips in the Gatorade, and then you're just usually an older man as the coach, and you're throwing a twenty gallons of Gatorade on him, just coating him in germs. So you're talking me like backwash? That's an issue right now. Mm-hmm. Backwash. So just ban all Gatorade. I, this sounds weird. You like, can drink the Gatorade. Just don't pour it on people. Don't give them a bath in it. What's the point? And plus, that's wasteful. 
Okay, fair enough. California is in a drought right now, so mm-hmm. I can appreciate that. Well, let's move on. Is there, an, is there what's the next rule that people would find kind of like weirdly controversial? Yeah, that that yeah. first one was kind of kooky. It was weird. I don't really yeah. think I follow. Uh, still, why? You guys don't understand. Okay, you're not part of the National Football. Wait for it. I'm waiting. League. Okay, no, I knew that's where you're going. Okay, Thank cool. You. So, okay, well, well, then hit me to it. What what else we got coming? Okay, number two. At the end of games, or at the beginning of games, or in the middle of games, or in any time in between any of those time periods. Oh, this is really this is legalese right here. Time wise, yeah, you are not allowed for people to go and shake hands with the other team or with your own team. No shaking hands. No one has enough Purell around to make sure that your hands do not get germ soaked and passing on. Dirty, dirty hand germs. What about if players are wearing gloves? I would think that that would be okay then, right? Well. If the glove germs don't fit, you must omit the handshake, which is what we did. Okay. What about high fives? Are you allowed to give any high fives? High fives are still okay, Raymond, because when you high five, you hit each other's hands so hard that it destroys all the germs. Oh, is that scientific proof? I I, I didn't realize that was the case. Ray, Ray, and Brent, I'm blinding you with science right now. Wow, I missed that one on Cosmos. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. So no germs. That seems like a lot of germs. Like I mean, I thought these were gonna be more like hard hitting yeah, safety regulations. Are these germs are like it's not health ready. It's like uh, if the NFL was opening up a restaurant, yeah, I understand no, these rules. Yeah, no. That is, you're not gonna put an A in your window if that's the case. <laughs> I, Mr. S- Ro- I'm sorry, Robert Smith the mm-hmm. Third. Uh, these just seem a little ridiculous to me. I mean, th- germs. Well, let me tell you about another rule. Oh, why not? That sure, I sure. think is going to be not controversial at all, and everyone will agree with. Well, that's probably untrue, but uh, hit, hit us okay. with it. Hit well, us with it. From now on, there will only be allowed to be plays run from the line of scrimmage from the shotgun. From the shotgun, because none of these quarterbacks need to have their hands on somebody's rumps and naughty bits. So you're saying that this is also germ-based? Nah, it's just nasty like, and gross. Uh, okay, so it's just under the gross. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do gross things in the NFL, but that's the, the handoff is an important part of the game. Mm, you can do a handoff without putting your, like I said, putting the top of the quarterback's hand on somebody's rump and naughty bits. Is that the technical term you're using, rump? And naughty rump, bits. apparently rump and naughty bits. Guys, for for everyone listening to the show, you know, uh, we're gonna put up a hashtag rump and naughty bits. Hashtag r- and let's see what we get going there. I believe that will probably be the name of the show as well. I think it will be a hit. Well, thank you very much. A R- twit hit. A twitter. I, I, I you guys I can't don't do it. don't get it. No, uh I get it. Do you get it, Ray? I think we get it. No, I got it. I just yeah. wish I hadn't. Now I feel yeah. I feel like I'm full of germs, like well, what you're trying to protect people yeah. from. See, now you're feeling my pain. Now maybe you could work for the NFL now that you're feeling my pain and my germs. Um, guys, do you have any Purell? Actually, I don't have any. No, I have some. It's uh, you have you, some? Yeah, it's it's just in the next. If you just take off your headphones and uh, just head into the, the next room there. Here you go. Yep. Just outside the studio, please. Okay, David, could you could you close the door behind him? Lock it. Lock thank it. you. Get us. Okay, thank thank you, David. David, can you just get him out of the building? <laughs> Robert Smith the Third. Guy's weird. He was weird. He's like a weird 
germaphobe. Um, it just seems weird that they would hire that guy for safety regulations. Well, I think it will make things more safer, eh? But I don't think anyone wants to see any of that. I don't know. NFL, man. That's why they call it the No Fun League. At least they don't call it the rumpin' naughty bits. I know, yeah. If When it turns into a league when I can't see a quarterback put his hand on somebody's rumpin' naughty bits, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> that's the No Fun League. Hey, you know what? I don't know anywhere we can go for that that's any good. Mm-mm. Nope, not going any further. So let's go ahead and wrap up the show. What do you think? Yes. Let's do it up after three seconds of Chuck Berry. Got to have about a half a million famed autographs. And we are back. And Brent, you have something you want to share. So your favorite guy, Justin Bieber. He is my favesies. Mm-hmm. I'm a believer. He's so sick, bruh. He is sick. He clearly has illness in his head. You know it'd be sick, bruh. What did he okay, you say he did something. Alright, I'm gonna get bang bang like the best. Tattoo artist, he's like so trendy, bro. His name is Bang Bang? Bang Bang, yeah, bro. I'm going to get him on an airplane, and then okay. we get up to 40,000 feet, bro. I'm going to have him put a tattoo on me, even if there's turbulence, okay? What? I'm going to have him put a tattoo on me while we're... I'm going to have the... I'm going to get a Guinness World Record for the highest tattoo. The highest high, altitude tattoo. The highest altitude tattoo. Here's what it's going to be. It, oh, my it, gosh. It's going to be It's gonna be a word pointing towards my junk that says Forgive. Are you serious? This is actually Oh dear lord. <laughs> you are you are actually being serious right now. Bieber got an inner thigh tattoo. Well, not inner thigh, no, a little higher. It's like lower abs tattoo. Lower abs junkle area that says forgive literally pointed right at his Bieber. Mhm. As if like uh when you see this I apologize from the get go. Forgive, please. You know, before this even gets started. Before we even see it, forgive me. Just forgive me. But it's going to be sick, bruh. Isn't that something that you think of like when you're like, you know. When I was his age? When you're 17, when you're like 16, you're like, man, it'll be sick. I'm going to get a tattoo while I'm in the air. And then there's going to be turbulence. It's going to look crazy and a little jagged and be like, that's because I got it while there was turbulence in the air. See, see, you mentioned before that he had gotten a tattoo, and I hadn't had the full ramifications of the story. I was really hoping he'd get that teardrop tattoo like he had murdered someone when he was in jail for three hours. Oh, gosh, that would have been funny. Had he come out of jail with that, oh, there's guaranteed he gets his butt kicked on the other side. That is terrible, though. I mean, Beebsies, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. But I mean, to be getting fair, harder and harder to, uh, you know, to be a believer. To, to yeah, to look out for this guy. You know, were we looking out for him? Were we his? No, conscience? but I'm just saying, even the people that still stick up for him now, it's got to get harder and harder. If he's the douchery just follows to it's this level. It's tough, man. He's getting worse and worse. Like he is definitely like ramping it up right now. Uh, more power to him. I hope he gets the help that he clearly deserves. Mm-hmm. But if I was his age and I had all the stardom and fame and money and everybody doing everything I wanted all the time, no matter who they were. I'd probably do have done things way stupider, right? Like, what is the thought process behind this tattoo? You know what I mean? Other than like, yeah, we're gonna get like I'm gonna put it on my abs, and then I'm gonna send it out, and everybody's gonna be like, oh man, he says forgive on his abs. Let me just, you know, we should forgive him. Oh man, I can't not forgive him when I look at his rock hard abs. Yeah, but which are not that rock hard anymore, not. by the way. Well, you know, uh, but you got to figure he's showing that for like twelve and thirteen year old girls. Who will eat it up like crazy? Like, oh, Bieber, I forgive you. I'm from the South. It looks. I gross. forgive it the looks Bieber. Nasty too, because you know there's a little more, you know, 
foliage down there that I see, then then I want to. Oh, are you serious? Oh dear, yeah. He's got the well. That trail's looking pretty happy. Mm-hmm. In any case, let's talk a little bit of baseball. I got to get I'm off about, the Bieber. I'm about to throw up. It's really. <laughs> so uh, we did a little bit of looking stuff up. And we got another prop bet. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it between us right now. Opening opening week of baseball next week. First off, opening week of baseball next yeah. week. What two teams play each other? Brent. Ooh, the Tigers and the Royals. Our two teams. Our Ray. two teams. The Tigers and the Royals. And we promised that coincidence. This year, this... I think so. Yeah. <laughs> But this year, we promise to be a little more national mm-hmm. than we have been in the past. Sure. We don't just want to dwell on our teams. We do. We, we will talk about our teams. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But we're definitely going to work on other topics as well. Right. And only spend some of the time instead of all of the time talking about but Part of the fun teams. of the show is us, our public bets that we make on the air. And, yes. You know, and we uh, have a couple coming up right here. Yeah. So the first one is the opening series between the Tigers and Royals. We've got a bet on that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a shame bet of some kind. Yeah. Something good. Somebody's got to sweep because I think it's a two-game series. Yeah, it's probably so. going to be a split. So we haven't really thought out too yeah. deeply yet what it's going to be. Yeah, we'll take 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 each other out for a drink or something. Then that's probably not a bad idea. Go Here's out the for deal. A drink Here's what something. I think. No, no, no. I no, have a you got a better idea, idea better already. Idea. Wow. Okay. okay. Loser gets a tattoo pointed at their junk <laughs> that it. says "Forgive" no. and the name of the other team. <laughs> forgive, <Kansas laughs> forgive KC, <laughs> forgive Detroit. It'll be sick, brah. But we do have another bet because last year we did our special bet. Tigers, Royals, who finishes you know uh, more games above and what have you. Mm-hmm. The magic number was seven. I got seven games last and year. And I had it was I was up ten games with three to play last year. <laughs> uh, the Royals Tigers win the last three. Tigers lose the last get three. No hit by the freaking Marlins on the final day of the or season. Or the push. Oh my goodness. We that was amazing. Push. So this year we actually looked up official Vegas odds, and we're gonna go based on that. I mm-hmm. think it seems fair. Yeah. So this year, Brent, the number is six. Six. I get six games. How is it only six games? Or how is it so? Mu- how is it so big? Yeah. So you're, you're saying, you're saying say. that the Royals might be good this year? I'm saying they'll be better, or that Detroit will be way worse this year. Uh, my prediction, honestly, and quite honestly, we'll do our big baseball preview show next week. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the Tigers have, with all the trades and moves they've made, they are planning to take a couple steps backwards in the regular season this year for a much better chance to be dominant in the playoffs. So you're saying this year, so they're taking a step back. You're admitting that they will now get swept in the first round of the playoffs or in the wild card game rather than in the World Series or in the ALC championship. No, I am not saying that, but thank you very much. Uh, not at all. I think the Tigers will be great this year. They're going to win over 90 games for sure. Mm-hmm. But six games is our official bet. Loser takes the winner to a Dodgers playoff game. And if the Dodgers do not make the playoffs for some reason, we will figure out an appropriate... Equal response. Equal response. That yeah. seems good. <laughs> so mm. we're going to do that. But here's a, well, Real quick before we wrap up the show yeah. here. I drafted my two fantasy teams. Are you doing fantasy this year? I'm not doing fantasy baseball. Oh, that's a bummer. I've got two teams this year. And guess which player ends up, ended up on one of my teams? It's auction style, so I had to I had to actively take this player and bid on him to get him. Oh, um, Prince Fielder? Nope, not Prince Fielder. What if I told you he had a certain food product? Billy Butler? I took Billy Butler. Yeah. As my DH, I paid too much for him. And when it was done, I just literally looked at my roster, and I felt like uh, like Hamlet or some sort of other Shakespearean character. I looked right at my roster, and I saw Billy Butler there for like $19 or whatever, and I just looked at it and went, what have I done? You thought, what have I done? For $19, do I also get a, a bottle of Billy Butler's Hit It A Ton barbecue sauce? Because I would send that back and try to refund some of that $19. <laughs> I hear it's way too sweet and not very good. It's okay. You've had some. Yeah. It's not my favorite barbecue sauce, no. but it's not the worst either. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, I got Billy Butler on my team. I just thought I'd share that on the air because it kind of made me laugh after That's it happened. Funny. I thought of you. Ugh. I've been thinking about you. So clearly your ears were ringing. Yep. In any case, I think that's going to wrap up the, this episode of Raisin Brent. Brent. And of course, I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And here's how you can contact the show. You can go ahead. We already talked about Twitter. We're going to do it again. You know why? Because we're shills. Yes. I'm at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. And the show's at Ray Brent Podcast. You can email the show, raybrentpodcast at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash... Ray Brent Podcast. That's our main site for the show, and you're going to want to go on there, click like, and see all the neat stuffs that we're up to. Mm-hmm. We also want to let you know about Stitcher Radio. You can contact us on Stitcher Radio. Mm-hmm. You can't actually do that. I lied. But you can listen to us. It's, a, web, us. it's yeah. a web-based app. You don't need any special programming, and there is a Stitcher app for your iPhone and other Android device that you can listen to the Raisin Brent Show on Stitcher Radio. Or... You can also check us out on iTunes. Why don't you go ahead and give us a five-star review? Subscribe to the show and put something fun in the box. We always say this. We want to see some fun stuff. People have been giving us five-star reviews. It's very nice of them, but not putting anything in the box. Yeah. Give us a five-star review, whatever you put in there, as long as it's, you know, not dirty. If it's dirty, we can, we'll talk around it. Beep. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. But we will read it on the air. We will read it on the air, and I want to do that, and I really feel like this is a chance to get really trolly with one or both of us at the yeah, same time. So why wouldn't you do it? Uh, we got special people we got to thank, right? Mm-hmm. Got to thank David Noel for producing. We got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. Got to thank the train wrecks. They're very fantastic. We got to thank the artistic stylings of one, Jordan, Jordan Monsell. Yeah, and thank Phil Ranta, the Comedy Podcast Network, of oh. course. They're good, good people out there, good folks. And if you combine those two words, you say what I just said. Good people. Yeah. It's not always the best thing to say. It's not the best thing to say. No, 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 no. So, Brent, anybody you want to thank? You know what, Ray? I know this is the time of the show when I normally make fun of Matt Stafford. Or I call him Fat Stafford, and I make some kind of fat joke about him. This is when that happens. Yeah. Yes. That's, but yeah. I, I, feel like, I feel like it's kind of played out. You know? In 43 episodes, you're finally done with it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Kind of played out. This is, a, this is a new leaf. Yeah. But I, you know, I do have somebody I want to thank. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I was watching uh, Japanese television, okay, via the internets. Yeah, the nights, it happens. And I saw an amazing uh, trailer for. I thought it was a Godzilla movie, right? Um, but it turns out it was just uh, Miguel Cabrera. It was this thing called Migzilla, and he was just like, like eating things and just destroying all these Japanese buildings. You're really just switching to Miguel Cabrera, aren't you? Yep. Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You're gonna have to drag me out in chains You always get what you wanted And then you run and you flaunt it All right, well, I don't even know. We could do a Max and Marcellus bit, but Can I mean... you do Max? I could, but do you do Marcellus? Oh, I am Marcellus Worley. I am the Marcellus. Uh, no, that's not good. No, it's terrible. Not, that doesn't sound like Marcellus? <laughs> not even a little bit. I am a big, big man. Big, big man. I am I bursting know. out of my suit. What is happening? That's the it worst. sounds like half Indian, That's half the worst Italian. It's ever. like it's like it's a me, Marcellus. Oh, <laughs>
Yeah, we're not doing that. No. 